What's up, what's up? Nice to have you in here, man. Always a pleasure, man. So you real big in the martial arts. You really, really big in the martial arts. So one of the first things that I was gonna ask you was how'd you get into martial arts? Yeah, man. Um it's a it's a long one, man, but to be honest, like I've always wanted to protect my loved ones. So uh, that was always a huge thing for me. Um, growing up in an abusive home, um, not being able to do anything as a child, uh, I wanted to get stronger because of that, and I wanted to be able to, you know, protect myself and protect my loved ones. So, like a huge way to do that was to get into martial arts. Um, so, I just delved deep into it, and I immersed myself into it when I was younger, um, and. It actually, it took a wrong turn at first, man. I'm not going to lie because I was young and you know so, what I mean? I, yeah. I so picked up on a lot of things and it was just like. Yeah, man. And like my, my, my home style too, man, like growing up, like uh, being in that abusive like environment, um, I was always really sketchy of everyone to be honest. And like, uh, I didn't really like deal with people well. Um, I was always very um, pr- protective of like who was around me. Um, and it backfired on me, man, because like I got into a lot of fights and a lot of trouble almost to the point where like growing up in high school and stuff like that, like I was never invited to the house parties, bro. Cause like, <laughs> cause I was for sure, it was for sure. Yeah. It was for sure going to go down. And like, that's, that was like, I, like for no clout or nothing, bro. Like that's really how it was. Like, um, and the friend group that I, I kept were the exact same, bro. So like, it was like, I was almost like setting myself up for disaster like you know what I mean cause um did you when you first started going to school was that a kind of thing that you gravitated towards or it found you yeah you know what like uh I love my sister to death but uh she set me up a lot of the times <laughs> man cause like it would be like oh my brother can like whoop your ass all this other shit and she'd be talking to a senior and I'd be just coming in fresh like freshman oh, so no. I yeah so like I've, I've had my fair share of like, you know what I mean? Jumping into a fight where I had no idea, but like it was my sister. So I was down. So she's one of the few people that's like, is on site for like, you know what I mean? And like, um, especially like, cause she was with me in, in that abusive household. So, um, she experienced like that same, uh, trauma, you know what I mean? So, um, her growing up, I guess she took it in a way where when I did get stronger, she had somebody to like call that's on. Like yeah. She had, yeah, absolutely. So, so, would you say like that was like her way of handling the situation that she was in as well? Yeah, definitely, man. Because she was looking up to me, kind of, and it was weird because you know she's my older sister. She's older by two years, and I've always looked up to her. And she went a completely different route than me, like growing up. Um, but uh, she was always looking up to me, like and like you know looking for me to, you know, I guess uh, solve her problems and, and stuff like that. But um, you know, I've always looked up into her because she, she like, uh, was always like super focused in school and like, you know, she was really, um, she, she excelled in those ways where I didn't, like I was like more street smart than like her and she was like more book smart, you know what I mean? So she took it that and just like ran with it. But uh, she was working when she got her first job, like when you can get a first job, I think it's like young, like, you know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? It's like young, but, but like, if she got her first job, she saved money, bro. And she, she wanted to get out the house so bad. Cause like at the time, like she wasn't really vibing with my dad. And like, to be honest, like to bring it up, like my dad saved us from that situation, bro. Like my, my mom, my mom 
uh, did it. Some sketchy ass motherfuckers, man. Like to be honest, like I'm. I'm sorry if, <laughs> if I'm cursing, bro. Like it, it's all right, all right. I'm trying to be as most authentic as I can be, man. But at the same time, respect your space. Um, but nah, man. Like uh, she she dated some sketchy people, and you know I had to deal with that a lot of the time. But my dad, he got custody of us, um, and you know it, it it was it was all good from there because like I went from powdered milk where fell shit to like <laughs> eating like middle class like chicken nuggets bro like you know what I mean like animal style like you know what I mean like who like what and then they asked me if I wanted a brownie afterwards you know what I mean <laughs> like brownie afterwards like I used to hide shit in my room bro my stepmom Dorothy used to come in my room like why are you hiding snacks <laughs> like, Yo, sometimes like that, bro, bro like I <laughs> yeah yeah man so like circling back like I've always wanted to protect the ones that I love because like I, I've seen at a time where I, when I couldn't you know what I mean I, I would see my mom she would get beat dude like I mean like you know my stepdad would break her toes and fingers and shit like that real traumatic shit and I couldn't do nothing about it but like smack a grown man's back and when you're like you know what I mean seven years old like that's not gonna affect like a, a grown ass man like you know yeah, what I mean ultimately does it like put you in a position where you feel like yeah, absolutely, man. And, like, seeing that, like, all you could really do when you're young is, like, cry and, like, make sure that you were on your P's and Q's. So, I like, it was in, like, some of my music and stuff, but, like, I always kept a backpack. Like, I slept in my clothes, bro. Like, you know what I mean? Like, had shoes ready to go. Like, always, like, so that I can, like, hop out the window and meet my sister at the bus stop and shit. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, I'll, so, I'll, like, another thing that I wanted to ask you with that being yeah. said, does a lot of those, like, behaviors and stuff trans, trans, like, transitional like now. Bruh, uh, it's funny, like, she's laughing, like, that's, like, bruh, I, I really... Yeah, we got, we got, oh, um, yeah. Dan's girlfriend, um, Ayo Yeah, yeah. You know, she's gonna be on here next. Yeah. So, um, it's funny, man, I still, I still hold true to some of that stuff, man, like, I, I, I sleep in my clothes, I feel uncomfortable, I feel like I'm not ready if I'm, like, in my drawers, like, you know what I mean, like, I feel like I can't get up if there's a fire and, and like, really try and get everybody out. So, you don't like that feeling of not being prepared? Hell no, man, and that, no matter what it is. dead ass, yeah, and, like, I've never gotten diagnosed and stuff, but, you know, CC was like, you know, you might have PTSD, like, that might have affected you to the point where, you know, you, you've experienced that trauma in a way that it affects you today, and, like, you have flashbacks and stuff. So that being said, like I, I, I want I wanted to be able to, you know, um, be perverse in, in a lot of different martial arts. So I tried a lot of different things and I try to find, you know, my outlet in that. Um, and I excelled in some and then in some like I, al- I was also struggling with my own mental health. So like I would start things a lot of like a lot of like different projects like like I'm a musician, man. So like I start like songs, but I got like fucking hundreds of of unfinished songs bro like you know what i mean Yo, like, you, you you know what that sound like yeah i don't know if y'all know who professor yo that's that's like me to a t man because like I, i'll do that like i I don't know, man. Like, I'll have, like, these manic phases where, like, I'll just, I'll be ready to take on the world, man. I'll get, like, three jobs. You know what I mean? I'll, like, write ten songs that I think is the next hit. You know what I mean? And I'll send it to, like, everyone that I know. Like, you know what I mean? And I'm just like, oh, check this out, check this out. But then I'll analyze it. 
and I'll sit in a room for hours analyzing these songs and like these projects that I'm doing and I'm like it's, it's not right yet like you know what I mean it's got to be perfect it's got to be perfect so with that thinking process is that certain songs how you just end up jumping to another thing yeah like, man because yeah because because my mind it would be like ah you know what this isn't the way that I wanted to this didn't come out the way that I wanted to so I'm gonna scratch this and I'm gonna start something new like you know what I mean so I'll go like skate <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like, like I'll go, I'll go, like, you know what I mean? I'll go from like rapping hip hop to like skateboarding. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'll go, like, I'll go, like, I don't know, man. Like, I'll just go, like, take swimming lessons and stuff. <laughs> nah, nah. Aquatics yeah, aquatics. Like, yeah, boxing. Like, everything. So, like, yeah, I would just try different things, man. And, like, in terms of martial arts, like, I went from, um, Kung Fu, uh, traditional style Kung Fu, Shaolin Kung Fu, straight boxing, MMA, Jiu Jitsu. Um, Do you at, know what what was the first form that you actually started? Yeah, Kung Fu. Yeah, Kung Fu? yeah, the very first one? yeah, 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 man. It was uh, we were going. It, me, and my sister, and my dad actually took it together, bro. Cause like he was like. He seen me and he seen me like having problems in school and stuff, and I was getting into a lot of fights and, and whatnot. And um, he was like, you know, I think what would help you is martial arts. And like, my dad was always very like, um, he he wasn't very like loving, like you know what I mean. Like he wasn't like uh, he didn't show me that that much love, but like so he was. You had he, like a stoic kind of yeah, but like the way that my dad helped was financially, bro. Cause like, you know, when when I was with my mom's, like my mom like scraped up to like help us out like you know what I mean make sure we had food but like my dad always had it like that so like when he was like oh like maybe martial arts so like he put me in school like so like me my dad and my and my sister were taking martial arts together and that's like two grand bro like like you know what I mean like that's a lot of money I, at I, the, didn't, I didn't realize that yeah and like I didn't expensive. yeah bro and, that, and when I was younger bro I didn't realize that either till I started getting older like and I started taking classes by myself and it's coming out of my pocket. And I was like, oh, yeah, I was like, we're doing this. Yeah, we're doing this together. Like, oh, damn, that must have been a brick. You know what I mean? Like, so anyways, so he was like, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll take you guys to martial arts. And, you know, my sister was always like, she was on it, man, because like she was like a tomboy at the time. And she still is. But like <laughs> she went, she had her phases and stuff, but she wanted to be strong. And I think it was because of the same reasons. You know, I can't really speak for her, but. I think it was like because of the same reasons we were in that situation where we, we did feel helpless. So we go to this academy and it was called the Academy of uh, Phoenix Martial Arts. And we go there and there's this like badass um, Kung Fu master, bro. His name was Leon Trescott. And I still respect him to this what day, man. Was he? Was, I'm not even gonna lie. he was I black. <laughs> he was he was he was black. He was he was black, bro. Like I, I don't what was like his name again? Leon Trescott. Leon? Yeah, Leon Trescott. That's, that sounds like, yeah, real close to uh, Bruce Lee. Yo, bro, dead ass, but like he was good. <laughs> Did he have an um, afro? Nah, nah, nah. He uh, kept it low cut. Yeah, he like he called the facts. Like called the facts. Shut it down, man. Shut it down. <laughs> Next episode. Nah, <laughs> but um, yeah, nah. He he was he was amazing, man. And like we looked up to him, and he he taught us and. You know, we, we grew together as a school, and it was, like, great. And we, we went out to, like, Atlantic City, and, you know, we would run on the beaches and whatnot, man. And it was, like, 
real cool. We would like train and do martial arts on the rooftops and stuff. You know what I mean? At the hotels. Yeah. Like all with, all with the school and like, you know, uh, our master and like at the time and, um, and you know, it was me, my dad and my sister, bro. And it was like, it was really life changing because it was like, like that was like a turning point in my life. Cause I was like, this is like what a family is supposed to be like. You're like, you know what I mean? Like you're, you're like this togetherness, like, you know, it's like you have each other's backs and like, we're all doing something that we love to do, you know? Yeah. So it was like, I felt comfortable. And in that comfort, I, I became complacent, man. And like, when I started getting older, I started using that towards evil, bro. Like I started like using my skill set to, you know, beat people out on the streets and whatnot, man. And like, just like real negative stuff. And it started to affect me, man, because it was, it was, it was affecting my values. Cause I, I didn't really believe in that. Like, you know what I mean? Like I didn't believe I was that kind of person and I was doing that. And it was really, it was, it was causing me to experience like a void because I was like, man, like I, like, what am I really doing right now? Like, you know what I mean? I'm hanging out with these people that aren't really good for me. You know what I mean? And like, I want to change in my life and all of my life, I wanted to be a hero. You know what I mean? And now I'm like, damn, I'm a villain. Like, you know what I mean? I was like, for real. Like I was like, damn, like I need to get my shit together. And there was always that, that going back and forth between like, oh, now I got to get my shit together. And like, ah, but like, yeah, yeah. And it's just like, I'm always like going to go embrace this. So it was hard for me, man. It was, I struggled a lot, you know? And like, um, it's extremely hard. We talked about this all the time. Where, yeah. You know, you can have years of built up bad behavior. And then after that, you start to realize, you start to become like, I don't know, self-aware of what's going on. But then after that, you, it's, it's your behavior. It's what you know. It's right. Like, it's like your homeostasis. So it's just right, like, bro. even though you're aware that you want to change and this is not good for you, it's easy to just go back because it's what you know. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, bro. I think, like, having the awareness, too, man, like, that was, like, something that was, like, that was a turning point in my life, too, man, because, like, when I started to really realize that I'm, like, oh, wow, like, these habits are really doing bad for me, like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I'm, I'm really going down a, a horrible path right now, because when you're in it, man, you're blind to that shit, like, you, 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 you just, you know, you're, you're in it, and it's just, it's, that's what you're doing, like, you so know? what was, like, the triggers for you? Self-aware. Yeah, I think it was. I, so I, I experienced like um, drugs at the time, man, and I, and I was going, I was going down a, a path that I, I really didn't want to go down. And for me, it was that turning point, man. That like that brought on for me, um, in my life, it, it just turned it upside down, man. I went into my first hospitalization. All right, we back from the um, <laughs> you know, technical difficulties, you know, weird. Alright, so <laughs> Continue on Yeah, man, so I was on one, you know what I mean? So, like, I was on one And next, you know, man Like, I, I had, like Another half a blunt Like, in my fingers, bro And I was, like Feeling something, like, smacking me in my face And I was, like, yo, what is that? I thought it was my boy, right? And I woke up And my boy's, like, sleeping on the couch Like, passed out Like, you know what I mean? And then I look up And we're in a garage and on the garage motor, there was this, like, curled-up demon that I seen. And, like, that's the best way that I could describe it. 
and it was glaring at me and it pointed to the door and the door just creaked open like this and I looked behind me and I was like and when I looked back it was gone right so I, I freaked out bro I was like what the fuck like you know what I mean like what was in this weed that's what like I was just like so yeah. was it was it like a dark figure? Did you see what yeah, it was so like? It, it, yeah, it, it was it was dark, but you could see the black on the black. You feel me? Like it was like it was like it was dark, but like you can. Did you see you, like you the face definition it, at you all? Could, yeah, you can like see how it was like perked up on a on a motor, like and it was chilling, and how it raises. It was like chilling on its knees and how it raised its arm up like that, right? So, I immediately thought like, oh man, like I'm bugging, like you know what I mean. So I ran upstairs and uh, I got my boy. I was like, yo, man, you need to take me home. I'm bugging out. Like, I need to get some sleep. And he was like, yeah, man, I got the bike and I only got one helmet. Like, I can't take you home. You got to call somebody, man. I was like, oh, man. So when I'm talking to him, the TV <laughs> from behind me goes, this isn't between you and your boys. It's between you and God. And I was like, oh, oh, <laughs> no, nah, so, I would have, yo, I would have started so, tweaking. Yeah, man. So when that happened, like I felt the boom of existence come down on me, bro. Like, I, like everything that I knew, like my, like the fabric of my reality just like, just changed immediately right there, bro. Like, and I, I was never a spiritual person, bro. Like I didn't, I never prayed or anything like that. Like, you know what I mean? Like I was never one to like be praying to God and stuff like that like and like when I was in church like when I was doing like the family thing with my dad and stuff like we were in there and you know what I mean I like zoned out like most of the time and like I was almost like scared of like seeing like the statues and shit like that like you know what I mean like yeah. Mother Mary in there yeah. like, you see Jesus like you know what I mean they got the blood painted Where, on yeah. them like you know what I mean I'm like I was always like a little bit like sketchy so did you have did you have like any inclination towards towards religion at all no man until like it, much later like you know what I mean and at the time though man like that was that to me was like like they're speaking to me like why like why me like I started questioning a lot in my life bro like how old was you around this time oh bro I was uh I was it was in 2010 so I was 20 20 years old for yeah. some odd reason yo <laughs> i swear i think like around that age like people just start like yo really questioning yeah but at the like same time the- they full-fledged at they worse <laughs> at they worse yeah and they're like yo why am i doing this yeah. but it's just like mm-hmm. <laughs> i ain't gonna stop mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 we just do it tomorrow for real so that happened man and i was like that there's no one to really call like i gotta like confess like you know what i mean at that point so i called my dad and I get in the car with my dad, man, and I was like, I, I took a bunch of drugs, and I drank a lot, smoked weed, and I'm bugging out. I'm, I'm hearing voices, I'm seeing shit, and he was like, all right. He's like, I'm going to take you home. He's like, you need to get away from the people that you're hanging out with, and he never really dealt with mental health, uh, and to him the best solution was to take me out of that environment you know what I mean because like it it was like that was like the the number one thing that he thought of so my mom she was living in Florida and he was like you know I'm gonna I'm gonna get you a train ticket he kind of like washed his hands with it like you know what I mean like he was kind of like ah like yeah go figure it out like yeah so he wasn't he wasn't as pressed as you thought he would be yeah. when you would tell him like you thought he was going like what like flipped out like yeah, flipped yeah. out no nah, because like my dad had his 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 past and whatnot and like he knew like you know what I mean he knew I wasn't 
going to go have a sleepover with like a bunch of people. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it was like, like I was 20 years old, man. I'm going to go get high. Like, you know what I mean? Like that, that's what it was. He knew what it was. And, 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 and when I was there, man, like, um, I was like, you know, I, I was in the kitchen and we got home and whatnot. And, you know, I, I was still bugging out, but my dad had opened up uh, the, the fridge. And for people who don't know, I heard this, uh, I'm not sure if it's like, you know what I mean, um, a real thing or not, but I've heard that orange juice enhances the roll, so to speak, like the high of ecstasy, of ecstasy. Yeah, so so when I, so I I had that in my system, you know what I mean? But my dad opened up the fridge and he was like, oh, you want something to drink? And he grabs the orange juice, he's like, you want some OJ? And he smiles, and his smile went from ear to ear, bro. Like, that's, like, Like, like the Grinch? Yeah, bro, like, I seen that shit, like, happen, and I was like, nah, I'm good. And I and I went in my room, and the whole time in my room, I'm bugging. I was bugging out, bro. Like I was hearing voices and shit, like, like uh, real negative shit. Like you know what I mean? Like kill yourself, and uh, you're not worth it. Like you know what I mean? Why are they speaking to you? Like you know what and I mean? I, was that the first instance where that happened? Yeah, or? bro. So like you gotta imagine like me, um, like being completely oblivious, not religious, like not. Oh, it's. A <laughs> <laughs> so you gotta imagine like me being not religious you know what I mean totally oblivious to that and like experiencing that biblical moment like for me <laughs> was insane like it was just insane and I didn't get no sleep that night um I woke up the next, well, I just <laughs> appeared in the kitchen. <laughs> my dad was like, you know, we got your tickets. And I had to say bye to my little brothers, man. And like like that to me, like, they don't know what's going on. Like, you know what I mean? And like, you know, my younger brother, Andrew, was crying and whatnot. And, you know, it was kind of like awkward, you know, at the train station. Like my my, my dad, my stepmom, my two young, my two half brothers, you know what I mean? From my dad and my stepmom is out there like, seeing me off like you know what I mean like, like I don't know when I'm gonna come back like you know what I mean did it was it like a lot of mixed emotions in that moment yeah bro cause like I was more like scared to like with like my mind bro like I was more like yo where am I going in life right now like you know what I mean like I I don't know if I'm going insane like what's going on like you know I'm still seeing shit I'm still hearing voices like the whole bro like mind you like I skipped to the train station, but getting the tickets, like, at the train station, like, showing them that we got it, getting, like, to the whole thing, like, people passing by, side conversations, like, all that, dude, anxiety to the max, like, me hearing voices through through people's conversation, and, like, when I say that, like, part of my psychosis was, like, the auditory um, and visual hallucinations, but... So, what's like, that for yeah. people who, so, who wouldn't know? So, like, the visual stuff, like, you actually see stuff that's not there. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that that's, like, you know, you, you, you see stuff that's not there. Or, like, stuff that is there, you try and, like, change it and, like, give it new meaning in, in your own eyes. Like, you know what I mean? So, like, it's, like, like I see different shit in, in, in different things. Um, but the auditorial stuff, man, like, that was, like, to me was the worst, man. Because, like, it would be, like, a lot of negative shit at once. And when you... You can be, like, the most stable person, man. But when you hear, like, kill yourself, you're a piece of shit, like, all day long, 
like all day long, man. Like it's like exhausting, you know. Especially if, if it's not even like as crazy as it sounds from an outside source and it's coming from within. That yeah. could really, like, you know what I mean, do a number on your mental. Yeah, absolutely. And like, I I think the part that bothered me the most was like how much it wore on you. You know what I mean? Because it was like all day long, and. At first, you'd be like, you know what I mean? Like, okay, so, ah, fuck you. Like, you know what I mean? You'd be talking yeah. shit, you know what I mean, to it. And, like, it's, like, almost like you're on top of it and you try to be on top of it. But, like, it would always find a way to get, like, your worst, deep, darkest stuff, like, you know what I mean? And bring what, it up for you. Was there certain things that, did you notice that, like, triggered it? Yeah, like, it, it was, like, stressful situations. Um, if I was anxious and stuff like that, um, I would always feel it coming on, like, you know what I mean? And... I would experience it from time to time. But at that moment, when I was full-blown into that, like, those psychotic symptoms, those auditory and visual hallucinations, bro, I got to tell you, like, my senses were, like, on point. Like, it was, like, the most, like, aware that I've ever been in my life. Like, it was, like, you was, like, hyperly focused. Yeah, bro. Like, I could hear, like, people, like, snap their fingers, like, all the way, like, down the train. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it was, like, to that point in, like, you know, no exaggeration. Like, it was really like that. I could hear, like, the train screeching, everything. Like, mind you, trains are loud and stuff. But, dude, I can hear somebody talking about Becky. Like, <laughs> yeah, like. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Becky. <laughs> Look at. Oh, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. oh. My bad. Sorry, I didn't mean to listen to you. Like, you know what I mean? Six chairs down. But, like, I was doing it. Like, you know what I mean? And, like, at first I was like, yo. And, like, for me, bro, like, how I was, like, how I brought up and stuff like that, like. I thought I was chosen. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? And that to me was the worst part of it all, bro. Because like when I found out I wasn't <laughs> and, and I was just sick, like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. that to me was like, it, it crushed me, bro. Like it really, it really did crush me. Um, but anyway, so I get to Florida, bro. I get to Florida. It was a, it was hell on earth on, on, on the whole train ride there. It was 24 hours, bro. That it took me to get there. Bugging out the whole entire time, bugging out, bugging yeah, out, yeah. like you, you inside yeah. your own head. Yeah, bro, like seeing like demons or, and like bats and shit, like at, in the windows of the trains, hearing people like the the devil, basically, like of my own understanding, talk through people and like talk shit to me personally, just me. Yeah, like, you know what I mean, and like saying that like he he wants my soul, basically, like you're not gonna make it out of this kind of thing. Like it was like. Like, I've seen this all before. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I've seen the end of this. Like, it's, it's like, your mind kind of thing. Did and that give you, like, a like a, like a defeated kind of, like, mindset? So, it sparked me at first. I was like, oh, you want to brawl? Like, because I, I, I was always, I was always that type of person. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I was always, like, if someone told me that I couldn't do it, like, I was going to go get it. You know what I mean? And I was always that type of person. So, like, when I was hearing it at first... I, I'm not gonna lie I was talking mad shit I was talking hella shit <laughs> yeah. Like You know what I mean There'd be times where It would it'd be It would be me On the lawn Like Sparring Just by myself Because I thought Demons were watching me Like yeah Come and get it Like you uh -huh. know what I mean Like I'm the baddest human You're ever gonna face Like kind of thing Like you know what I mean and and uh, I would do that, bro, because it would make me feel more confident. It would make me feel like that I could get through like this, like, you know, time in my life. Um, but so, you know, it, I get to Florida and um, my mom sees me and my mom was very religious, you know. So she's like, you need the Bible, which was probably the worst thing that you could ever give me at the time of psychosis, bro. Cause like I took the Bible and I just 
I read it from front to back, bro. Like, and I, I made my own meaning out of it. Like, you read the whole entire Bible yes, for real? Yeah, it was it, it was one of those pocket Bibles, dude. Like, you know what I mean? Like the pocket, like first. Yeah, it's like it's like yeah, like it was the small ones. Like they basically like summarize all the shit, but like they got like you know um, the different. Um, passages and stuff like that like you can look them up and stuff and they actually that that pocket bible was like uh, my mom still got us all this stuff but i've been trying to get it from her but she's nervous to give it to me because she thinks that you know i'm gonna experience like that again um but yeah you could like look up like oh if you're scared or like you know if you're experiencing fear if you're experiencing oh and they got the scriptures and the passages that you could go to and you like scan through yeah so i read one of those front to back bro and like it made me feel like I was chosen for, from God, like like by God, to like handle whatever I was going to handle, and I was waiting for my mission. And that's where my mind was, man. Like that's where my mind was. And I took up this book, and it was uh, the Book of Ezekiel. And I took it. That's an interesting, interesting book in the Bible. Yeah, man. I took this past this this book, and I rewrote it for modern times and <laughs> bro I'm talking like front to back and me saying that bro like I, I'm not like I'm, I'm more street smart than I am book smart bro but like when it comes to writing and stuff like that like I can write poetry and stuff but spelling and grammar you know what I mean like I, I don't do that well bro like you didn't spell education education but like that was me man like that was me like you know and i was asking for help yeah from like these voices and they helped me they made me go through this this whole paper and they helped me write this paper bro like voices helped me write a paper bro so that, that, that's that, like, so the voices <laughs> the voice pretty much start off the whole process for you writing a paper to begin with to start writing rewriting so Ezekiel. This was, i'm gonna get to it bro so i'm gonna get to it so like there was times where it was negative and there was times where it was positive um so it it was it was like that bro it was like that and that, that that really affected me, bro. It really affected me. So I wrote this book. My mom looks at it. She's like, you need more help than I thought. You know what I mean? So I took that as like, you're not believing me. Like, you don't believe me. And that was like, to me, that was crushing. Like, you know what I mean? This is my mom. Like, she thinks I'm fucking crazy. Like, and this is real to me. Like, this is like, I'm experiencing this. And she's like, you know, get some sleep. You've been up all night. Like, get some sleep. So I try to go to sleep. And this time, uh, she had like this angel nightlight that was like plugged in the wall, and this nightlight was shining on the ground. It, it like it on the wall, it looked like an angel. You know what I mean? But it turned and it pointed. And when it pointed, I looked at where it was pointing. There was this dark mass in my face, and I was like scared, man. I remember being like, "What the fuck? Like what? Like it's about to like take me right now? Like you know what I mean?" And that I hear like a telepathic voice and it was like, you know, tell it that you're not afraid of it. And like my first thought was, but I am. Like, oh my yeah. God. So I was like, but I am. But then it was just like, uh, trust it. And it was just like, you know, are you, are you afraid? And I was like, it, it, when it told me that, like, I was like, oh hell, like, like 
You mean, yeah. nah, I'm not. I'm, like, I'm not afraid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, I looked at it, like, right in the face, bro, and I was like, I don't fear you. And it, like, it vanished, dude, like, away from my face. So, that, to me, was, like, a huge confidence booster. Like, you know what I mean? I was like, maybe, like, I can make it out of this, like, you know? And I woke up, and everything was, like, it, it seemed like it was okay, bro. Like, you know, I wasn't hearing no voices and stuff. And, like, it was, like, the calm before the storm, bro, because I got to tell you, man. This was the calm yes, before the bro, storm? Yes, yes, So, like, my mom comes in the room, and she's like, you know, I read this over, and she's like, you know, I don't know what you're going through. I'm, I'm trying to help you. I don't know how to help you. And when she said that, like, I felt like my whole world was crushed, bro. Like, It was like a hopeless feeling? Yeah, like, who's going to help me, bro? Like, who's going to help me? You know, so I'm, like, asking in my head, like, if you're there, like, show me what I have to do. Like, I'm lost. Like, I'm fucking lost. Like, you know, I, I, I'm trying to be a good person. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and I'm lost. And when I said that, bro, like, it was just like, my whole world just crushed, bro. And I just started beating on the desk. I was doing like this, like, just beating, like, just making a beat. Like, you know what I mean? Because like, music is how I like, got out a lot of my frustrations and stuff like that when I was like, growing up and stuff. But, I started beating on the desk and my mom tried to stop me and when she tried to stop me I pinned her up against the wall and I slammed her on the wall but then when I realized that I did that cause I, I fought like bro I like threw her like almost like on the wall like and when I realized that I did that I was like oh shit like you know what I mean like I, I need to stop and like I came to and when I came to bro like the veil was pulled from my eyes I was like I need help like you know what I mean I need help I broke down bro, right there I just dropped to my knees and broke down my mom called the cops. Cops came and get, got me, put me in the um, ambulance. They took me to the hospital. I thought that when I got to the hospital, I thought the devil was going to take my soul. Because, like, at this point, I was so heightened and I was so, like, scared that I was like, this is not where I need to be. And I heard his voice and it was just like, you need to run. Like, you need to run. And meanwhile, while all that stuff was happening, they had me in, um, you know, the hospital. My dad came from Jersey to Florida to come see me and he's in the hospital room with me while I heard that voice like yo you need to run I ripped out the IV out of my arm and my dad was like where are you going and he like grabbed my arm and like shook him off and I ran down the hall and I just jumped down like these uh the the exit like I just hit the emergency exit and I started dump, jumping down flights of stairs and bro at that time I was like athletic like you know what I mean so like they weren't catching me like I gained some pounds nowadays but like <laughs> back in the day bro like I was quick you know what I mean so you got me running in a gurney like ass out like across the lawn in Florida bro like and I'm not even gonna lie, that that, that wouldn't be the craziest thing you've seen in Florida. For real, for real. Got the alligator man. Bro, out I was there in the Florida. paper. Yeah, I was in the paper and everything, bro. Yeah, I was. I was a. I was a. Oh, yeah. I was a Florida man. Yeah, you might be a Florida native at heart. Yeah. Man. <laughs> so that happened, bro. And I when I got to the woods, um, like I was listening to this voice and it was telling me everything to do, like everything to do out there, bro. And I'm I'm not like. I can I can survive on my own, but like I don't know how to make sandals out of bark and like you know what I mean like. But I did, <laughs> but, but I did, but I did. I listened and I did, bro. And I came, I came out these woods, bro. Like I went in naked and I came out these woods. Like I survived the whole week and I was only out there for five hours, right? And I listened to this voice and it told me exactly what to do and it was like trust in me and you'll be fine. Like you know what I mean. That's what it was telling me. 
And that time in my wood in the, in the woods, like it was testing my character. It was testing my heart because like there was like these fields of like thorns, bro, like just thorn bushes, bro. And I had to run through these shits like to test my character. Like that was my test. Like you know what I mean? See how far I would go. You know, and like in my mind, that's what was happening. You know what I mean? And you ran through and this I, door. And, oh, thorn bro! Bush. Like I, I was jumping through these things, running, sprinting through them, dog. Like just bucking through these thorn bushes. Ran. When I came out, like my whole entire body was just like scraped up. You probably and, was smelling like uh, poison ivy <laughs> for real. <laughs> but uh, I get out at the time, like so. I was in the in the woods for five hours, and my dad was out there, and like he was searching for me with like us, like a couple police officers and like a couple people from the hospital that like agreed to search for me and when I went into the woods like you know there was no one around when I got out of the woods I hit my dad's chest as soon as I came as soon as I came out of the woods dude like I just hit my dad's chest and I was talking to him I was like you gotta believe me now he's like I believe you just stay here like you know what I mean he's just trying to get me to stay there and the cops came and got me and I seen the cops I, I tried to run real quick and they're like we're going to tase you I was like all right <laughs> and I, I, just, I just dropped to the ground like you know what I mean like yeah, alright I give up like you, <laughs> yeah. you got me like you know and like I thought I failed bro like I thought I failed like I don't know there was some like test in my head that I had to like take and they got me back and like that's when they tied me down to the bed bro and like I was literally like shackled down to the bed like sheets over my body like strapped down bro and yeah, like, I, I fought, like, the entire hospital staff that was, like, I had one-on-ones because, like, I like I was just, like, reckless, bro, like, you know? And I, I thought that I had to fight them to get out. Like, I, I didn't know that they were really trying to help me. So you were pretty much consumed with what was going yeah. on and whatever was speaking to you. Yeah, exactly. And just, like, like convinced, like, this is the only way yes. that I'm going to get out of this by listening to the, the yes. voice. Yes, So... When this happened, they were trying to feed me meds, you know what I mean, this whole, whole entire time that I was in the hospital. And when I got out of the hospital, I, I went into inpatient. And I, I wasn't agreeing to take the meds still, but later I did. And they diagnosed me with schizoaffective bipolar type. And they said that the onset of drugs could have brought about, about the psychotic symptoms that I was experiencing. And the bipolar type was like my mood disorder. Um, but the schizoaffective part was what I was experiencing. So that combination made it. Wait, wait, yeah. So that combination of drugs, what I did, whatever I took that day, like it brought it on. And that's what they were saying. You know, it could have been drug induced. So when they told me that, I didn't want to believe it, man. Like I was like, nah, like I'm special. Like, you know, yeah. <laughs> like, like yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. special. You know what I mean? I'm special. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, <laughs> nah, I, yeah. I feel you. Yeah, bro. bro. So. Like, when that happened, bro, like, that was, like, soul-crushing, man. Like, I, I I realized that I was, like, shit, like, I got a mental illness, bro. Like, you know, so I had to take care of it. So it was just one of those things where you was kind of in denial of what the situation actually was. Yeah. But the last boom, bro, of, like, my, my that time when I was in that inpatient, this old lady came up to me, dog, and she grabbed my hands, bro. Like, cause like I, I asked her for a cigarette. Like, you know what I mean? I was like, hey, can I bum a cigarette off you? Cause we were having smoke break and shit. And she grabbed my hands, bro. Grabbed my wrist. And she looked at me and she was just like, I'm the devil talking to you right now. And she was like, what if I, all this time, I was just bringing you up to bring you back down? 
that you were on this big roller coaster of emotions and I was the voice that was telling you that I loved you and I was the voice telling you that I would hate you and she left and when she told me that bro I was like I would be terrified yeah bro, I, bro it like my whole dog it was a lot bro it was a lot to deal with like it still shakes me up bro <laughs> like it still shakes me up I didn't experience it <laughs> yeah. but I'm shaking up right now yeah bro so Yo, that's that's crazy yeah I'll be I'll be hella disturbed yeah man so like it, I mean I still experience like certain things that like, are like a little bit different for me and stuff but like you know I'm I'm on meds bro I take meds every day you know for for the shit that I go through and I experience depression you know I I get real fucking sad like you know what I mean there's times where I get real depressed and there's times where I'm up you know what I mean and like nothing can touch me and that's just like what I've been experiencing with it um it's been a huge it's been a huge like turning point in my life and like to be honest if I wasn't aware of it I probably wouldn't have met her like I probably wouldn't have met some of the people that I've I've you know that I've met in my life and like people like like I met some people that really helped me out like you know what I mean when I was going through real tough times bro like I thought of suicide and stuff like that bro when when you're hearing that shit bro like that that's that's nothing like I don't wish that on my worst enemy and that's like word is life like dead ass and when I was experiencing that like I wanted to kill myself bro like I wanted to make it stop I wanted to you know what I mean end it and stuff like that and I was experiencing that and when I was depressed and stuff I, I wanted to end my life and I wanted to live at the same time I wanted both things you know and it took a long time for me to realize that I was sick at the time and I needed to do work to get better like, that's the thing. Like, I was waiting for somebody to come help my, like, come fix my situation and help me. You know what I mean? Because I was so desperate at the time. And I think the one thing that I learned through everything that I've been through was I had to make the changes in myself. I had to make the changes in my behavior. I had to make the changes, what I was doing, what I was, just from everything. I had to make a complete 360, you know. So... I would love to ask you this. Yeah. If you if you had to sit down right now, right, mm-hmm. and talk to like your twenty one year old self, what would be like the first couple things that you would say? First thing <laughs> First thing, I just warm it up real quick. Nice cup. Fan. <laughs> I like your yeah. I like your cut. I like your cup fan. <laughs> but uh nah, I would I would I would just be like I, this is this is this is honestly what I would say. 20 year old me This is honestly What I would say Full fledged Savage Savage Buck up buddy (laughs) Buck Buck up up, Buck up It's gonna be a crazy ride Buck up Cause my 20 year old self Would have not listened to me Right now Hell no I would've looked at me And been like Shut the fuck up You don't know what you're saying That's all I would've said Yeah That's all I would've said I was like Buck up bucko (laughs) You're not You're not me in the future I gotta listen to you How do you how do you know? <laughs> you gonna hit this blunt? Like, come on, man. Come on, like, y'all. You already know. You already yeah. know the vibes. So I think that, that that for me, like, bro, like that went on from 2010 till present, bro. Like, you know what I mean? Like that that whole mental health breakdown and stuff and like the ups and the downs and stuff. And it, it was a lot, bro. It was a lot. For anybody that's going through the same situation that you're you're in what would you what would you tell them i would say hold on to hope 
uh, it's been my password for like, all right, keep down the raps, y'all. It's been my password, but like, it's hope because um, I really like this acronym somebody made up. I don't know who did, but it was like hold on pain ends. And when I heard that, um, it was like, it was it was great. But throughout all of this, I I, I guess like I never really lost hope because I always was expecting myself to get out of it. You know what I mean? And to be honest, man, like people that went through what I went through didn't make it out of those symptoms, bro. Like they are still in the hospital, like experiencing psychotic symptoms. Like, um, that's real. That's real. Like, you know what I mean? And every time that you go through a psychotic symptom, it changes your brain, you know, chemically, chemically. Oh yeah. For, for, facts bro like it it really does it it damages your brain and to make it out as many times as I did bro like you know what I mean because like that that like origin story right there bro there's been mad stories that like I can share for you later times but I think if someone's going through this just hold on hold on and I hope that like you receive like help and that if you're if you really do come to that you get your shit together that's all I gotta say cause like you need to do the work um and I still struggle with it today I haven't figured it out I haven't made it out of it yeah. you know what I mean yeah like it's a it's a daily struggle like uh, you, bro when you broke down that goal sheet and you and you was like and he looked at it, he was like, take meds. He was like, do you struggle with this? I was like, hell yeah. Like, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, like I, I struggle yeah. with taking my meds. It, like, was on a, it was on a daily. Yeah, bro. Like, so, like, you know what I mean? So, like, that that to me, like, you know, I still struggle daily. Like, I it, I'm, I don't, I'm hopeful that maybe one time I'll, I'll get a, like, a good spur. Like, you know what I mean? Like, a good, like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Here I am. Happy kiddity. Every day. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean And then I'll make it As far as I can And then be like Ah Bitch look what I did Yo I wish the camera Was still <laughs> on right that, now Man that. Oh man For those of you Listening yeah. man If y'all just would have Seen this man's body <laughs> Something else Have you ever seen Somebody that Got out of a uh, Freezing cold pool <laughs> Into some 45 degree weather When he was making That sound effects That's what his body Was doing and it yeah. was, <laughs> That joint was shaking Yo yeah, but like w- with that being said, yeah. In regards to that, it's very, very, very difficult. I know to like maintain that um, a mind state where it's just like not destructive. You know what I mean? Absolutely, bro. Because I I switched like a lot, man. Like you know, I, I changed to where it's just like it, it's in my relationship, it's in um my friendships and stuff like that. Like I'll. I'll switch quick, man. Like, and it's not because of what anybody's doing. It's just because of what I've been experiencing and like certain things will come into my brain or like I'll experience, uh, something from like, you know what I mean? Uh, psychosis. And I can't really like, you know what I mean? Like you don't bring that up dog. Like, you know, and like, because there is stigma attached to mental, mental health. <laughs> Yo, I thought I got shot. <laughs> I, I thought that was my origin story. I was about Yo, to drop the mic and be like, mm, oh, mm, snap. I'm looking out the side. Like, like, what in the world? They got me, Daryl. Oh, <laughs> they got me. Dan, no. Yeah. Dan, no. Yeah. He's lived such a crazy life. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, shit. That's, that's just how it is, man. Uh, it's a daily struggle. But right now, I'm on top of it. 
You know what I mean? Right now I'm on top of it. Man, I, I know you're going to do your thing. Yeah. And another thing that a really big reason why I even had you on the podcast yeah. is just from your story in general. Yeah. And due to how much you have experienced in your life, you know what I mean? I know it was bits and pieces that people are going to hear your story and it's going to really, really resonate with them. You know what I mean? Because yeah. this is stuff that people feel uncomfortable to talk about mm-hmm. even though they're going through it you know what i mean and it takes a lot of courage to even do what you're doing right now mm-hmm. you know what i mean i can't even lie to you yeah you know but hopefully for those of you who are hearing this and just hearing dan's story as well that you know you be honest with the situation that you in and you're not alone you know what i mean and that anything that's going on in your head that doesn't necessarily mean that it's a fact or it's true, you know what I mean? And he's sitting right here in front of me, you know, being a living testimony of that, you know? And it's a never-ending journey as well. You're not really going to know, you know, the answers until you get down to the finish line. But at the end of the day, it's just about always accepting the challenge and just being the higher version of yourself when it's all said and done. Yeah, I think that, like, what we talked about earlier, too, um... It's about experiencing those moments of joy because life isn't going to be 100% sadness. Life isn't going to be 100% happiness, but it's those moments of joy that you experience throughout the day. And that's what really I I'd latched on to, man, when I was going through it. So, you know, for those of you listening, I hope you do too. So with how do you how do you cope with things now and how do you handle when you know, you get you get them attacks and stuff like that. <laughs> Music, video games, art. Not so much art anymore. Yo, she she bought me this art tablet, man. She went ham with it. She's so she's <laughs> it was one of those things that I started and didn't finish. You feel me? She's oh. like, God damn. Oh, so you but, put the you went in your professor calamitous bag. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but um as much as I can, man, I guess like right now I, I like eating. You know what I mean? Cheesesteaks, Coca-Cola. Um. Uh-huh. You got to have your chips in the dip. <laughs> yeah, the chips in the dip. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the fries. But hopefully soon, yeah, <laughs> hopefully soon I can uh, flip that, you know what I mean? Start working out and stuff. Get back to the things that I used to do, you know, like martial arts and all that stuff, like what we started with. But, um, yeah, that's it, man. Yo, man, I appreciate you uh, coming on the show, man. For real, for real, man. Always a pleasure, man. <laughs> Yo, man, for those that's listening, y'all follow y'all purpose, man. Serve your purpose. Yes. Dan for sure is doing his. I love y'all. Y'all have a good one. Let's go. Let's go, man. Dog, I appreciate it, bro. For real, for real. That's, that's freaking amazing, dog. Thank you, man. Dang.